We have some good news. The they're Padres, only four back. They're only four back. They didn't lose any ground. They have not lost any ground since the start of the Dodgers series. They've gone one and four since. So you know how many dumb. games they've lost and going one and four? Zero. It's so stupid. Four games back. If they were in the American League, we talked about this today, they would literally be buried. They'd be like 11 games out. But they're in the National League, not the American League. And the Padres, despite just um, – I don't even know how to describe the offensive effort. You had Doug Eddings, true. You had the Julio Rodriguez play on Tatis over the center field wall, true. But you had three hits, and one of them shouldn't have been a hit uh, from Xander Bogarts early. So they, they had three hits, and they were shut out in Seattle. And, and like, not now. You, you can't be getting shut out now. Bullpen game, and you get good pitching, and you can't score. So – John and Jim with you. It is the wrap-up show. It's been a, an eventful day for us here on YouTube. We just launched our John and Jim YouTube channel. And if you wouldn't mind subscribing, we put the link in the top of the chat. It is pinned right now in the top of the chat. If you wouldn't mind subscribing to our brand-new John and Jim YouTube channel, you can also click the link in the description down below. If you were with us today, we really do appreciate that. A lot of you are probably working or unaware. You can watch it back on replay or just subscribe, hit the notification bell. You'll be notified every time we have a radio show from three to six weekdays on san diego sports 760 uh please subscribe to this channel as well year-round exclusive padres content smash the like button for us you can follow us on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd thank you for the supers i already see one has rolled in we'll get to all of the super chats here tonight click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to control the narrative support the channel ask a question just click the dollar sign below the chat box all you new members all you members in general thank you if you want to become a member Click the join button down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges. It's deja vu stuff. Three consecutive losses. I said they could do this one time from here on out. They've just done it. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know, bad time to have a bad year. I mean, they're 55 and 59. That's who they are, and there's 48 games to play, and I don't know what happens from here, Jim. But, John, they're only four games back of a wild card That's spot. true. It's the biggest load of shit because what I'm watching – ain't a team that should be and going to be in contention. That, that That's what I'm watching right now. Once again, the team was playing really well, and the Dodgers said, nah, nah, your season's now going to go to the wayside over here. And they just kicked the shit out of the Padres. And I don't know what they're going to do tomorrow or the rest of the series, who the, or the rest of the uh, yeah. road trip, who the fuck knows. But... um. It just feels like after this team plays the Dodgers a lot in the last couple of years, they they just ha- are completely flat for the next series and for like the next week straight. Doesn't it feel like that? Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. I mean, how can you be flat now? And and, and look, I said it. I said it on, on Twitter too. Well, another tip your hat game. I mean, can we stop with the tip your hat games? I, I'm sick well, of them. Let me just say this: he was amazing, but Logan Gilbert's really good. I know. And, and, and Doug Eddings gave, I mean, it was literally Doug Eddings. Must uh, have had a, he must have had a date tonight. I mean, it was horrible. Enrico Palazzo or whatever that guy's name was in Naked Gun. I think. Do I have Top Gun? Doug Eddings. Good job. Doug Eddings Naked is gun. easily one of the worst umpires in all of baseball. No, it's, he, Angel, he, it's Angel he Hernandez. Be, yeah. And then Doug Eddings. And then probably like there's 50 feet of crap. And they got everyone else. I think Doug Eddings might be the worst. His strike zone is really bad. Holy but shit. But here's the thing. I mean, he's umpiring for both teams. And listen, you got to give credit to Julio Rodriguez for that play. But you saw the thing I retweeted from ESPN Stats and Information. Let me read this, folks. I mean, this it's is a, the state amazing. of the Padres. 
this is the state of the Padres. And you can't put all this on Doug Eddings. I mean, that's that's not fair. No. This is ESPN stats and information. Logert. 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 <laughs> Logan Gilbert just put up the second performance in Mariners history of 10 or more strikeouts, no walks, and one or fewer hits allowed. The other was Felix Hernandez's perfect game. So two instances in the history of the franchise. One of they've been around since 69. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's a long time. Dude. 10 strikeouts, no walks, one or fewer hits. Come on. It's a joke. It's a joke. This team just loves to go out there and show no fight. Um, they like to go out there and just completely leg over or roll over, right? Um Logan Gilbert was amazing tonight. Yes, the strike zone played a factor in that, but you should probably identify pretty early that the strike zone is going to be shit. Yeah. So instead of waiting on a potential 50-50 call from Doug Eddings and it's probably going to go against you, you might want to try to battle and like, you know, swing the bat. Now they're like it's it's hard to do that because these balls are not they're not strikes. They're they're just they're so far off the plate. Yeah. That like the the way that these players' minds are is, okay, it's a ball. And so there's no way they're going to swing. It's just, it's hard to adjust, and I get it. But, man, dude, it, it's you got to do better than this, especially when better. you get the pitching you got. I mean, one of the runs scores on a pitch clock violation. I mean, Logan Gilbert's a good pitcher, but he's by no means a guy that has like a 1-5 ERA this year. No, he's not. He's capable of, you know, I mean, he, he's had some good moments as a Mariner. He has former first round pick. He's he's had some really good outings this year and last yes, year as I, well. But, I, I but the Padres got to be better. Got to um, be better, man. Well, all right, let's get to some of the supers, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single one of them tonight. Let's start with our buddy, that one homies garage. Thank you, my friend. For hanging out, he says, good thing we didn't pitch Hater with a lead against the Dodgers to save him for this game. I'm so glad you started with that because I was texting back and forth with Darren Smith, right, San Diego Sports 760, after the game. I'm so glad Darren texted this to me. I did not hear it. I was listening, but I did not hear this. Um, he referenced the fact that Melvin said post game. Yes. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. I heard that. That Hater volunteered to save the other bullpen arms by pitching in the eighth inning tonight. But I'm thinking to myself, well, what do you mean you're volunteering? You haven't pitched in forever. Like, you have to get work. And who's running the team? Josh Hader or Bob Melvin? Ruben, like, doesn't Ruben Abla and or Bob Melvin decide when Josh Hader pitches? We haven't seen you. He's been in, like, the witness protection program. We haven't seen him in a, in a month. Now, it would have been really interesting if they used him in the eighth inning and then tied the game in the ninth or took a lead mm-hmm. and then didn't send him back out there potentially for the ninth inning. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about that. They didn't use him in the eighth inning the other day. They used him in the eighth inning today, but that was the last inning. So, I mean, eighth inning on the road trailing tells you all you need to know that they think they're losing and he needs work. That's how I looked at it at the time. But interesting that he said, all pitch the eighth. Um, you're welcome. Like I, I want to rarely do you see your closer in the eighth inning on the road. I, I just, you don't, you don't typically see that. Like you don't see Josh Hader really at all in the eighth inning. I mean, now, yes, if you don't obviously tie it up, you're never going to see Josh Hader. So if you got you got to pitch him there, I understand that. Do you even, get that? 
Yes, I got the, it. If the Padres it. are losing worry. in the bottom of the ninth, they yeah, won't no play shit. the bottom of the ninth. But to me, when I saw it firsthand, it was just like a that's that's interesting because even the we've just never seen it with Josh Hader. We've never seen Hader unless it's a safe situation. Go in the game. You just don't see it. No, no. Honestly, dude, we if you or go tie back game. and look. Or no, but here's the thing. Or if he needs work, if they, if they, this happens all the time with closers on bad teams, they need work. Arizona, I bet, is pitching their closer in the eighth inning all the time. They're seven and twenty-two in the last month. I mean, what are you going to do? Okay, fine. Then with the Padres, we'd have to look. He's pitched eighth innings because they haven't, because they've had stretches where they haven't been good. So then, then my question is this: If you're going to pitch Josh Hader in the eighth inning, trailing by two runs in the eighth, why can't you do it when you're up by? Well, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Know? But I mean, but don't you agree? When else are you going to pitch him? What if they lose tomorrow five nothing? Don't pitch him then. No, I and I get it. And then another point to this whole thing with what Melvin said about yeah, Hater volunteered, and you're absolutely right. Who the fuck is the manager of this team? Is I it? I think it's Josh Hater. Josh Hater, or is it Bob Melvin? Okay, I'm sick and tired of like players dictating when they're going to play and when they're going to pitch or where they're going to hit. Like, no, Bob Melvin's the manager of this team. He should go to Josh Hader and be like, Hey, I need you tonight. And Josh Hader should say, whatever you need, whatever you need, skip. Like not the other way around. Like it should not be Josh Hader going to Bob Melvin saying, Hey, actually tonight I'm not, I, I, I can't go like, no, that's bullshit. Well, I don't, I don't know what happened here tonight. I think it's kind of a little bit the opposite of that. Um, right, but there's been times this year, and you you know you know this is the truth. When Josh Hader has said like, "I can't give you more than three. I can't that's give you every more than three game. Outs. He hasn't had more than three outs in any game this year. Yeah, and that's bullshit. By the way, I mean a couple things here. He had to pitch today. Let me explain why. Because I know, I know. I know, they, I know. The four-game series in pitch, there was an off day before that. The day before that, they beat Colorado 11-1. He did not appear in that game. I'm going back to the day prior, and he did appear in an 8-5 win. He hadn't pitched in a week. He almost, I, This isn't like, oh, my gosh, you, you've done such a great service to this organization. He had not pitched in one week. He had to pitch. Up 100 runs, down 100 runs. He had to pitch. Let's move on to the next super. Andrew, thank you. Um, well, so it's just when I think the Padres have hit rock bottom in, let me just say, sucking. Um, they top it. Zero dog in yeah, them. No fight. No dog in them. No fight. Yeah, I, the fight thing is an interesting conversation. I mean, listen, they've been very disappointing. Oh, God. Now, so are, does that mean they're not fighting? I don't know. They've been very disappointing. There's obviously something wrong <clears throat> with the way this team has been, I don't know, performing. Four games under 555 and 59, but there is no rock bottom on teams that aren't very good. We've seen that a bit this year with the Padres, and we'll see what happens from here on out. It can always get worse, guys. It always can get worse. This team potentially could hit a new low. I mean, they could. They're very capable of that. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've seen them this year be very capable of hitting new lows. They do it all the time. They're very good at it. Uh, it's just like... It, it doesn't seem like they're going to turn it around. And and it it felt like it for a bit there. And I was ready to like, after you know, sp- split at worst with the Dodgers. At worst. And I still feel okay. Mm-hmm. But you got your ass kicked. <laughs> they didn't even like 
closely lose three three games to one. They got their ass kicked. Okay, and then you follow that up with a just complete. And Logan Gilbert was great. I get it, but like, I mean, at one point the guy had like seven straight strikeouts. Yeah, it was. I mean, he sent down at least fourteen in a row at one point. You know, I, I, I'm sick and tired of tipping your cap. No, with this lineup. Sorry, dude, if we tip it. our cap tomorrow with their double A dude that's coming up from Northwest Arkansas to pitch tomorrow, then we got he's got a four or five in double A. <laughs> the dude pitching tomorrow against you, Darvish. If there is ever a must win, and they're 0 and 6 roughly in must win games this year, if there was ever a must win, or like how can you lose game, you, yeah. Darvish, your $100 million pitcher against some dude from Northwest Arkansas in the Texas League with a five ERA or four and a half ERA, you have to win the game. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't care what happens with teams in front of you. I don't care if everyone loses by 10 runs. You have to win the game tomorrow. There is no other reasonable result for the Padres tomorrow. Zip. Zero. Yeah. Still, it's now Seattle's red hot, right? They've won six straight. They're scorching hot, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, every so often, thank you. He says, with the timing of Gruppner's letter regarding more to come with signings, the media rumors with Soto. I don't know about Soto's deleted Instagram posts. Post to you, Jim. Extension time. Yeah, he posted the. Uh, I I I retweeted it on Twitter, and it was like Juan Soto saying how he loves the fans in San Diego. When and the hell he, did you do that? It was like the graphic. You you saw it, dude. I didn't see it. When was it? It was a graphic where he said, "I love like the fans here," and it showed his stats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this like a handful of days ago now? Yeah, and I was like, "Well, all he does is walk." Like joking. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. I did see that. He posted that graphic on Instagram, and then he deleted it. Why did he delete it? I don't know. I think that's, that's what he did. Weird. I think I think that's what he did. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But I think that's what happened. Hey, you know what we never talked about, Jim? We literally talked for 24 hours a day. You just <laughs> mentioned something that got... What about this idea? You saw, I saw some things on social media. You saw them as well. Um, what about this idea that Juan Soto did like a Soto shuffle or like a... whatever The way he celebrated a home run down like three the other night. Yeah. It's something else. Like... Odd or not odd, like Soto is celebrating home runs down three runs in the ninth inning. I have no, I don't know. It, these guys, I, we give them such a hard time. I got no problem with anything Juan Soto's doing because all he does is he's been the one that produces. So I'm going to take uh, exception to him celebrating a home run trailing when he's actually a guy hitting home run. To me, it wasn't like the most egregious thing in the world. Um, He basically did what he does every time he has a home run. Yeah. That's what he did. Now he did like the with the third base coach. He does like the big like. Oh yeah, he's like down by four. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, a little like, weird. It's I, I I don't know, but I don't think Juan Soto is the main problem with this team. I just what don't. do you mean main problem? I don't think he's a problem. Now, did you see his line tonight? Yeah, he started three times, four, four times, over oh, four, um, four Ks. I just it goes back to the construction of this team. The superstars in that clubhouse, I'm 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 pretty confident in saying this right now, they don't mesh well together. They don't. <laughs> you think I'm I'm pretty confident after 120 games this year and watching this team play now four games under 500, Xander's having the worst year of his career, Manny's having a bad year, a down year, not a bad year, down year. Uh Tatis is slumping mightily. Um, and he's also getting a little unlucky. Unlucky. We'll talk about that. Soto's having a good year. 
Um, but like, I just don't see them meshing well at all. Like, it just doesn't feel like they mesh at all. No, certainly with the way they're playing. I completely agree with that. Um, Andrew, thank you. If you're here, guys, please subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Please subscribe to our brand new channel. It's pinned to the top of the chat. John and Jim, please subscribe. Click on that link if you wouldn't mind supporting our work. Andrew says, uh, we don't deserve to make the playoffs no life. I, there is some truth to this, mm-hmm. by the way. Remember, we're in an era with the expanded playoff, which is fine. I have no problem with it, and it's great for fan bases and people have hope. If this was any year other than 2022 or 2023, the Padres right now would be six, excuse me, seven games out. If this was the two wild card era, which mm-hmm. is a lot more than the one wild card era, which is more than the no wild card era, right? If this yeah. was the two wild card era, they are seven games back of the Giants. So the season's over. Season's but, done. but they're not. They're four yeah. games behind the Cubs and the Reds. They're three and a half games behind the Marlins. They're two games behind Arizona, who is seven and 22 in their last 29 games. So it, they're not, you know, it's not finished. It just feels like it's finished. The, the facts remain the facts. They're one six-game winning streak away from being in a good position, but we've said that for 114 games. They're one five-game winning streak from being in a half-decent spot, but we've said it all season long. They're also one five-game losing streak from, from being cooked, packing this thing up and everyone just going one, two, three, Cancun. Now they're, they've lost uh, two, they've lost three in a row. Yeah. You know, you lose tomorrow, and if you lose Friday, and they're still somehow only four back, I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, stop. <laughs> stop it. You know, this, this team is four games under, what are they, four games under 500 now? Mm-hmm. Okay. My question for everybody in the chat. Oh, will, will the Padres get back to 500 this year? Ooh, I can I can put that. I can, yeah, I can put that in that. There. Will the Padres get back to 500 this year? How about over? Why, will the Padres get over 500 this year? Because they're trying their hardest to not, not do it. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, we we're almost there. Nah, just kidding. Like, nah, just kidding. Right. Hold on. You put it in the chat. Boom. It's in the chat right now. All Please right. answer. It's at the top of the chat. All right, let's continue on here. On the uh, Super Chats, Niles, thank you. Really appreciate it. He says the Dodgers series was the spiritual end to the season. Trade everyone but Kim in the offseason. Start this whole thing over. I do not think they will do that. I mean, I know they want to trade 25 players, but I don't think they will start the whole thing over. I think they will say we were 0-10 in extra innings. We had extremely bad luck, and let's try again. And let's reconfigure to some extent in the offseason, but we'll do what we can do. Um, I do not think they will start over. I really don't believe that. Um, and I don't think you know the season's over because of everything we've talked about, because they're four games out. But I think the season's on the brink, and I think it's close to potentially being over if they don't start playing better, we've, like we've been saying. And you know what I say to that, that excuse that will 100% be given at the end of this year is that is utter bullshit. Bullshit. Wait, the, uh, they're just unlucky? Yeah. Give me a break. It's unlucky if uh, every time Tatis hits a ball 400 feet, the center fielder goes over the center field yeah. wall and brings it back. Yeah, but that That's happens. Unlucky. But, but, they make, but San Diego makes good plays defensively too. But my point is like, I've watched these games and I've watched every single one of their losses in extra innings and maybe one was unlucky. Sure. Yeah. One. Yeah. I, I could argue two. Yep. I'll give it yep, two. Definitely. Two games were unlucky. What are the other eight? Right. 
Give this me a break. Bad baseball. Bad baseball. They, they, they can't hit with runners in scoring position. All year. They, all year. They're not hitting like near home runs. They're getting robbed. Right. They're not hitting balls in the gap. They're like guys are diving for and sliding across the field and catching. Like, give me a break. These guys are double, grounding easy double plays, hitting soft little pop ups, little cans of corn here. And like, give me a break. This team, it, first of all, you make your own luck. And they have put themselves in no position this year, a lot like a good amount of times to make their own luck and make it so they're on the, the side, the, the winning side. They just haven't. And that's a bad baseball team. That equals a bad baseball team. You're a bad baseball team. They're a bad baseball team. What's the argument um, against Bob Melvin tonight, by the way? Where oh, was the, the Bob Melvin uh, slander? Yeah, what, what's the I already already forget. Like what happened in this game where it was on Melvin? Uh, All right. So actually I want to get to this. We're gonna get to the supers, but I love when someone will like test me. Um uh, Maria, thank you. Um okay, every day, every time I come here, I expect Jim and John to be serious about holding this team accountable. And John says some ridiculous shit like say things like they're just unlucky. First of all, if you're listening to the way I said it. I'm basically baiting Jim to react to it, right? I mean, I'm not like if you, you think I'm serious, I'm saying what they're gonna say yeah. is they were just unlucky. I'm That's... not saying I'm not saying they're unlucky. I'm saying what they're gonna say. And by the way, what do you mean hold them accountable? Is there anyone? Do you I mean, do you listen to the radio? Is there anyone that holds that's more critical? Honestly, I mean. To be fair, I think I think Darren can be critical, and I think he's very fair. Mm-hmm. I think we can be critical. I think we're very fair. I, but outside of that, I mean, where are you turning for this critique that others are providing and we are not? I'm very curious to hear it. Are we not providing an accurate critique of the San Diego Padres? Would you like us to say, fire everyone and sell the team? What does that accomplish? I'll, I'll speak for just us, because I won't speak for anybody else, but I'll speak for just us. I personally think that this year has been the like every single day. I feel like I'm just shitting on this team, <laughs> right? Like I, I, this team hasn't given us many reasons Agreed. to praise them a lot. We've definitely talked when they do, when they do well, we talk about it, but I just feel like, and it's because of how they've been playing. Like I've been so negative on this team this year. Right. I hate it right. because I don't want to, I don't like the other night I was just, after they lost to the Dodgers, dude, I was burned out. Now tonight gave me a new life of like annoyance, but I'm just like burned out by just continuously shitting and bashing this team because they are not not bashing. I mean, you you may bash because that's kind of stylistically your style. Okay, fine. Being critical of them and calling them out. Well, how could you say anything else? And like Maria's like, you're not being, I mean, all we are is critical. And by the way, critical fairly. We're not saying like, hey, they're going out to the club every night. Oh, yeah. They're not taking their job seriously. But we're saying, listen, Xander Bogarts, this has been unacceptable this season. But what else do you want me to say? Do you want me to say trade Xander Bogarts? What does that even mean? He has no No. trade clause. He's not not going anywhere. I'm not like, oh, they need to get rid of Juan Soto. They need to get rid of Manny Machado. Like, no, I'm just... I, what did I say literally th- for weeks heading into the deadline? I said I would sell. <laughs> I mean, wh- what else do you want me to say? That That's an accurate, by the way. That's a statement. That was my opinion. They didn't do it. It could end up 
biting them. I'm not going to, by the way, I'm not going to come on the radio or on YouTube the day after the season. Be like, I told you I was, I, you know, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to say, listen, listen, they put all the chips in and they came up. I mean, they they lost, you know, and now how does that impact 2024? I'm not going to be like, I knew it all and they didn't. And that's what, I mean, what else do you want us to say other than like what's real and what we've said has been pretty real. I don't know how, what more you want us to say. He wants to kick and scream and curse all night. I, I think that's stupid. Even though Jim does that. Um, David, thank you for the super. He says, won't even bother with the vibes check. Shake my head. I mean, vibes are at an all-time low. Can't be good. Can't be good in that clubhouse right now. The um, the vibes for this season, if you're looking at us, like, the, they're, all, they're just very low vibes. There's not been many times where the vibes have been high. A lot of low vibes. Yeah. No, it hasn't. It's- has not been good. Um, Retod, thank you for your super chat, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. He says, Melvin should have been as confident as I was that the game was going to be was going to the bottom of the ninth inning or more. Pretend that he believes players would through. Okay, like pretend like you're going to get to the bottom of the ninth inning with a lead, but they weren't. And so you're never going to pitch Josh Hader ever again. Like what if they lose tomorrow? I mean, Josh Hader has to pitch. He cannot go 10 days without pitching. At some point, he has to pitch. You're going to wait till the bottom of the ninth inning tonight? What if there is no bottom of the ninth inning? There wasn't. Yeah, and the deeper the deeper we get into this, like... He had uh, to pitch. Yeah, he had to pitch. He had, had to. He had to pitch. Right you now know what's get... going to happen. They'll need him tomorrow in a safe spot, and they'll need him in Arizona the next day. And he Although won't I think they're off. Don't they have he, an off day? But he won't be available. They have an off day on Thursday, yes. Okay, then, then, he's, then they're fine. Um, every so often, thank you for your support. Retod, thank you for your support. He says, uh, I'm seeing a lot of posts by other teams fans saying Tatis's robbed homers and warning track outs are because he lacks the power from no steroids. That's just stupid, obviously. That, that's interesting. That doesn't shock me. You would see that. Um, he's been you knew that was coming. You knew, you knew that was coming this year if he was slumping. That the first thing people and haters would say is that, well, looks like Tatis, uh, Needs some steroids, you know, like that's the first thing you're going to hear if you see slump, slumping Tatis. But if you look deeper in the numbers, dude He's is hitting the ball, the ball. I mean, harder than anybody okay. right now. And it's getting in the most the, the unlucky spots possible. Well, awful hitting yards. He's hitting the ball to center field, is he not? Yeah. Petco, 396 feet out. Um, whatever this place is called now. What the hell is it called? T-Mobile, maybe? 400 foot outs to straightaway center field. You know, so it's it's bad luck. I mean, I'm sorry. Tatis is weak, which I've watched entirely. And I'm not saying he's been perfect. He has not. But he could have two or three more home runs easily this yeah. week. He had a huge double on Sunday or yesterday versus the Dodgers. I mean, it didn't help because, like, the Dodgers scored 55 on answer runs. Right. And don't get me wrong. He, he's been slumping, but he should have more to show for, for mm-hmm. what he's doing here, in my opinion. He should. And, and I... I continue like he's going to end up with probably around 30 home runs. Yeah. And probably around 85 RBIs and maybe like 20 plus stolen bases. And yeah, his OPS numbers are not, it's not great. His average is not really good right now. Um, but he is a gold glove right fielder for whatever the gold gloves worth. And it's, it's not worth anything because I've already established that, but he is one of the best defensive right fielders in the game right now. His gold glove would be flat out legitimate. Because he plays the position flawlessly. And nobody runs on him. There was a ball hit to right tonight in that 
pitch clock violation run scoring inning for Seattle, where I'm like, how do you not go first to third there? And it's completely because of the respect for Tatis's arm. Right. They easily could have had third, I think, even with Tatis, but like, no, we're not risking this. Nope. Not with Tatis and Ryan. We're, we're just not going to do it. Nope. Um, Iron Lung, thank you for the super. Okay. <laughs> okay. Between Fadden, Hogg, and you guys, I prefer you guys. We appreciate that. Even though I told you guys the Padres were a collection of talent like three months ago, we probably said the same thing. Um, Padres will never see the Soto they thought they traded for. I'll just say this. Um, I think John's going to be shocked at me. But like, I think think Hog and I think Fadden, they do a great job. So there it is. Here's what I wanted to do. Rank, wrap up, show Hog and Fadden in the chat. No, they do a great job. Like that's I got nothing. Like got nothing. We have, we talk to Fadden all the time. Dude, all you do is talk trash on Fadden. That's true. <laughs> no, it's it, they do their job and they do it well, and they they grind, dude. I mean, that's the one thing about this thing is that what I respect is the grind, because do we grind? It's a it's tough, man. That it's a tough grind. For, okay, you're not exactly season. digging ditches. I'm. I don't want. Why would I dig any ditch? I got not, I got nothing against anybody. No, I mean like <laughs> our our work isn't as hard as like most people's work. No, what I'm saying is like we grind yeah. and they grind because we know how tough it is. Like we all grind here. Everybody does. And baseball is an everyday roller coaster ride. It's not football. It's I mean basketball. It's, you can have LeBron James and you're like talking in the playoffs. Like it's it's not it's different, dude. Try, like you know it, I know it. They everybody knows it. So respect, man. Iron Lung, thank you. Regarding Soto, I mean, is it not who they traded for? I don't know. I mean, he could finish with like a nine sixty OPS. His career average is like what nine eighty. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't even know what his career average is to be honest. OPS. I can't believe you said rank. Now everyone in the chat's like. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to get it all stirred up. Of course, yeah. You want to just like stir the pot there. By the way, his career OPS is 949. His OPS this year is 936. Like this is the, yeah, it is the soda they traded for kind of, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I get it. He's had better years in Washington. That's completely fair. Iron Lung, he has. But I mean, this is a very good year. It's the best year in the Padres and there's no close second. Um, William Choi, thank you for your super chat. He says, technically the Padres are a full five games back. From the final wildcard spot oh, due to the Cubbies shit. owning the tiebreaker against them. That's right. Um, in my opinion, San Francisco, Philadelphia Cubs get in. That's very interesting. I had not thought about that, but consider this as well. They're tied with Cincinnati, the Cubs are. What's the tiebreaker with Cincinnati this year? They lost two of three in Cincinnati. What happened in San Diego? Did they lose that series? No idea. I'm just assuming they lost every series. Someone put it in the chat. Does anyone know who has the tiebreaker in Reds Padres? That's interesting. Hold on, hold on. I'm doing this right now. Um, they played. Okay, so they won two or three in uh Here? in San Diego and lost two or three there. Yeah. So I don't know what the tiebreaker is there. That's interesting. So then you go to like wins over record against records against playoff teams. I, who the hell knows? Well, not great. That's a great point though in the Cubs. Really good point. Yeah. Thank you, William. Um, Esteban, what's going on, man? Thank you for your membership in the Super Chat. He says, winning tomorrow and sweeping Arizona. Let's go, I believe. I, I listen, the Arizona, up, thing, the Arizona thing is very interesting because they're terrible. 
They <laughs> suck. Just been flat out awful. Did they lose to the Dodgers tonight? Hey, I, they were down four two in the eighth. I'm assuming they lost. If they didn't, what happened? Does anyone have a score? Um, There's no way they won. It's been awful. Let's look here. Yeah, they they lost five four. Wow, Arizona came wow. back a little bit. <laughs> They're so bad. They suck. Wow, they scored two in the. Oh my gosh, sir! They scored two in the eighth and two in the ninth to lose five four. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean it's possible you get this double A pitcher tomorrow and then a bad Arizona team. But it's also possible that they don't play well against a bad Arizona team because they haven't played well against other bad teams. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, you could argue that what they do against the teams in front of them will determine their course here: Arizona, San Francisco, Miami. Right? Yeah, but a lot I'm, of those games. I'm just glad at least one person has still kept the faith in Esteban. There's more than one. I know. I'm just kidding. Ernie but. Martinez. Dude. <laughs> Ernie. They could be like 12 out right now. <laughs> They'd be 12 out with 11 to play. Like, There's still yeah, a chance. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> could be a rain out. I love Ernie. Uh, yes, we do. Rita, thank you again. He says, uh, it would have been on Melvin if it went extras. I've avoided crapping on Melvin for so long. How did the Dodgers put up uh, – Tipping pitches on our pitchers before our own staff notices could have pitched Hater during garbage game yesterday. The reason you probably don't pitch Hater yesterday, hear me out on that, guys, is if you pitch him in garbage yesterday and you have back-to-back save opportunities, you're not going to use him in that third game. But by using him today, you can use him tomorrow and then they're off Thursday. The hell was that? What? I heard like a squeaking noise. Never mind. I don't know. But do you hear me out? If they used him yesterday and then you had save, save, you wouldn't use him in the second save because it would be the third straight day. Right. So I think that's why they elected not to use him yesterday would be my guess. Right. My two cents on that. Um, okay. We're going to get back to the chat and the supers guys. If you are here, thank you so much. Rita, thank you so much for that very Thanks, generous super chat. As always, we do need to remind you about our title sponsor here on the wrap up show. That is Mark Nimitz, who is a longtime supporter. He's been with us since day one. We got the channel off the ground with Mark's support. And you guys, of course, have helped us since that point by watching, uh, whether it's live or on replay over the course of the last two plus years. But again, if you have insurance needs, you know where to turn. It's Mark Nimitz. I've got insurance through Mark. You can take it from us. He is a great insurance agent with amazing customer service and communication. He can save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance to him you can click the link in the description down below to get to his website and oh by the way at his website you can get free quotes online for whatever you need i've got homeowners earthquake and life insurance through mark nimitz saved me literally thousands of dollars last year when we had a flood in my home saved us so much time as well because he took care of everything he put it all together for us he's tying up all the loose ends i literally had to do like nothing He's making a million calls on my behalf. I mean, he's doing all this stuff for me. So I've been, I'm just incredibly grateful for what he did for us last year when we had that claim. And again, if you want to support this channel, Mark's a San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan, huge supporter of our work. If you support our work, if you're in Southern California, get in contact with Mark. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll save you $750 or more on your insurances just by switching. If you need information on a new policy, he can provide that to you as well. Again, if you need an insurance agent in any manner, please get in contact with our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is really actually above my head right now. Yeah, um, and, and Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to our buddy Mark, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. I see some conversation or some chatter um, about, hey, the Padres have raised season ticket prices for the third consecutive year or something like it's gone up 50 60 70% in total over the last 
three or four years. And I understand frustration. The team's four games under 500, but it's like, it's not like they're just raising ticket prices and not spending. It's like, if what do you, what do you want? I guess would be my argument. Do you, do you want more affordable tickets, but a payroll that is lessened, or do you want them to really put the pedal down and keep doing this thing? Um, and I don't know what they're making. I don't know what they're losing, but like, Peter Sadler spends. Now, it might be at the expense of the cost of your ticket, but they're spending, and they are trying, quote-unquote, as much as they really ever have in terms of payroll. It's not my money. I don't have season tickets. But, again, if there's a reason to raise ticket prices and it has to do with the overall payroll and you stay in the top five of payroll, to me that's at least justifiable. Mm-hmm. No, we all knew this was coming. It's just it would have been – easier to stomach if they were winning no doubt it's as simple as that i mean if you win you pay you know the winning comes at a, a premium cost okay for most teams just especially with the ballpark and the, how much they're spending mm-hmm. um so it was expected it i think the timing of it was interesting <laughs> you know i mean you send it out right after you the way you lost to the dodgers i mean not great. Um, but again, I don't think anybody would be complaining. Well, there would be those people that would be mm-hmm. complaining for sure. But hey, it, if if you win, it becomes easier to stomach. And when you lose and you raise ticket prices, everyone flips their fuck out. That's how it works. Yeah, I just think if people want this to be sustainable and everyone does, then it comes with like literal cost. And I'm not saying that's ideal. I, I understand it. it. It's expensive to bring a family to a Padres game. And by the way, it's not just the Padres across baseball. It's not cheap. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a business um, and it's a, it's a big business. It really is. And the payrolls are exorbitant. They're huge. So um, yeah, I'm with you. It like, it's more reasonable when the team is, winning or in playoff positioning and they're not, but nobody wants to see them tear this thing down, which by the way, I don't even think they can, but it's like impossible. Yeah. But I understand it again. It's not my money, but I understand it considering what they're trying to accomplish and how they're trying to, you know, maintain spending presumably every so often. Thank you for uh, your generous super chat here. He says, as of this day and taking into account all the extensions in the off season beginning, uh, would you still do them? I think you only do Manny and maybe you. It's interesting. Like if you could do this thing over again, Jim, Bogarts, Suarez, Machado, Darvish, like is there what would you change? Like if you could change one, what are you what are you changing? Is it Bogarts? Is it the Manny? change only kind of only change kinds of change yeah. one? Change one of them. I think it's at Bogarts, I think that's the easiest one. Yeah. Okay, change two. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Bogarts and Manny. Because just the, the, they didn't need to do it. Yeah. It felt like, and after it, this is after the fact, so this is obviously, you know, Captain Hindsight. Um, The relationship between Manny and Sidler was so good that if they waited and they didn't get something done, I feel like they would have got something done this season or, mm-hmm. or, or later on. Or you could have been very bold and said, like, hey, um, the season that Manny's having is not great. The decline here is something we don't know if we want to give that much money to. It's interesting. 
The Manny thing's tough. Like, life's about leverage, and Manny had the leverage in the moment. Like, you go into spring training, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to, or I'm going to opt out. Yeah. Like, I, in the moment, it's like, wow, that's, that's a pretty strong statement, and that could be impactful on our season. Now, with the benefit of seeing 114 games in, they're not good. Now, actually, I, I, thinking about it more in the last 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bogart's easily, and then Cronenworth is an, is probably actually the one that's probably the right answer. I mean, you can make an yeah. argument for Manny, like for both ways. Like you needed to sign him, but also you didn't have to sign. You know what I mean? Like you could make the argument both ways. The Cronenworth argument, it's like there's no argument for them that, for the reason why they had to sign him then. None. Zero. No, it's like they just wanted to get cute. Like, let's do it. He's a two-time all-star. Let's the, the Braves model, let's kind of emulate that. But like you got a 30-year-old player switching positions. He shouldn't be playing in a power position like first base. He's got less value playing in a corner than he does in the middle of the infield, right? Because of his bat. His bat does not play to a corner, it plays to a middle position. And they got cute there. They're like, oh, it's only eleven million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't need to do it. No. And now you don't have that money for Hassan Kim. Exactly. And that's a problem. Yeah. So, no, I agree with you on, uh, on Cronenworth. I do. The Machado thing is interesting. I don't think anyone wants to see him go. So I understand. I understand we, what they were trying to accomplish. And that's what we argued. Like, it's you're better. Like, you want Manny Machado on your team. You do. It's just uh, they definitely, I don't want to say caved, but uh, Seidler said, yeah, I don't care what anyone else thinks. He's you're assigning him. He's my number one priority. And once he said that, you know, Manny had even more leverage. Yep. Now, you know, the other thing you look at this box where obviously they did absolutely nothing. And we've been talking about Bogarts a lot over the last couple of days. Bogarts had one of the hits today. It, it could have been there. It was ruled ahead. Another game batting fifth, Jim, without an RBI. Now they didn't score. Nobody had an RBI, but it's another game for Xander Bogarts. Another three or four plate appearances. He's well over 400 at this point. He has 37 runs driven in. I mean, is there a legit, what's the issue with dropping him down? Is it, Hey, he's a $280 million player. Hey, he's a world champion. Hey, he's a leader. We don't want to do that. Is it like unwritten to not move him down the order? Because this is Xander Bogarts. He's a member of the big four. He can't bat eighth. Is that what we're seeing here? I mean, he, you know, not like Jake Cronenworth's been good. So it's not like if Cronenworth hits fifth and Bogarts hits sixth, you've solved everything. So what's the thinking here? It's Xander Bogarts, and we just can't move him out of this top five? Bro, it's the big leagues, okay? There's no crying in baseball, okay? Your feelings about things, like, I'm sorry, is it better for the team or not? And the for the betterment of this team, keeping Xander Bogarts in the middle of this lineup is not helping you. I mean, it's a joke how little production he's given this team. And and I'll, I'll I'll always preface by saying I like Xander. I think Xander is a good clubhouse guy um with the right pieces in the clubhouse. Uh I, I think that I would I would want a Xander Bogarts on my team. He's a proven winner. That being said, this is this is bad. It's 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 got it's it's embarrassing the production the lack of production you're getting from your $280 million player. Like it's, it, it, it's not even like, Oh, he has like 55 RBIs. He's got like 10 home runs. Like, like he's got 37 RBIs. 
and he has two in the last month. That's a joke. Yeah, he needs to be lump. You need to move him down in the order. I don't give a shit if his feelings get hurt. Um, you hit him seventh, you hit him eighth, and you move whoever else up. Sanchez, Choi, Camisano, Cooper. Yeah, you know, Campy. I don't, yep. I don't care. Having Xander Bogarts in the middle of this lineup is hurting your team. Yeah, no, it has. There's no doubt. Um, Iron Lung, thank you again for the super. He says, why are San Diego sports cursed? That's a lengthy conversation. Uh, players come to San Diego to decline throughout history. What's the deal? Organizational, development, scouting, management. I mean, this could be a six-hour marathon video to really get into. I don't know. I mean, it's fair that that's occurred often. I Listen, I think Machado's had some nice years as a Padre in his prime. Not perfect. I think he's had some nice years. Um, that's one example. I think there's some other players like, you know, Joe Musgrove who have come here and thrived the last three years. You Darvish has pitched pretty well for the Padres the last three years. So I don't, I don't think this is some straight line, but I think the point is somewhat, I, I get the point. I don't know, man. Curses, the sports curse here. I mean, is, is the reason why this team sucks this year as a sport is the curse? Yes. <laughs> the curse pushed Tatis off the motorcycle. That's one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. Like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? What did you just say? <laughs> the, curse, first. the curse broke his arm. I'm like, what? Like, what? That was interesting. Um, let me get back. Yeah. To the, I, I wish we could answer that. I really do. I mean, I you're know. not wrong to say players come here and don't all, get better. All, all the above, dude. It's all of the above. They all are a big reason or a tiny reason, but there's they're all a reason why this team just I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andrew, thanks. He says Padres are afraid to make hard decisions. Their problem. Maybe. Like, hey, hater, when do you want to pitch? Hey, exactly. Juan, where do you want to bat? Yeah, Xander, are you good in the fifth? Are you good in the five spot? Right. If we if we happen to move you down to the seventh seventh spot, would you be okay? No, no, okay, fine. We'll keep you in the fifth. We'll keep you in the fifth spot. Yeah, I mean, you remember that article or uh, the report earlier this year about how Juan Soto and Manny and Xander were like frustrated for where they're batting in the lineup. Yeah, I do remember that. Like, give me a fucking break. Give me a break. Like, uh, I don't again. You got a lot of type I type A. I know, but that's hole. the thing. You got these big. I don't feel big... comfortable hitting in the three hole. I don't feel comfortable in cleanup. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, listen. That's the thing when you got these big, huge personalities, big time agents, big time salaries. You're going to run into some of that, and they got a lot of that on this team. They got a lot of type A. They got a lot of big, big stars that are struggling individually and collectively. And that adds up to not something good. Um, we'll get back to the chat here in a moment. Thank you guys for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Please subscribe. If you're here, please click the link that is pinned in the top of the chat and subscribe to our brand new John and Jim YouTube channel as well. What are you laughing at? In the chat. Sorry. What is this? The Padres lineup reminds me of my wife. <laughs> what does that even? I don't even know. What I don't that even means. know what it means. It's just funny. You, you like that? 
Um, guys, please support our partners, including Aura, ORA.organic. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan and a huge supporter of this channel. They've got offices in San Diego. In Liberty Station, you can get to their website, which is on screen, by clicking the link down below or by going to ORA.organic. I've been taking – it's all plant-based nutritional products, all of them, and I've been taking their probiotic for over a year. I love their probiotic. I've taken probiotics in general for a decade. I won't switch from Aura. It's an amazing product, the best probiotic I've ever taken. I take it every single day for digestion and many more reasons. They also have pre-workout supplements and proteins for after workouts and omega-3 oils for you fish oil pill takers. You can take their omega-3 oil and get the same benefits. They also have sleep pills and immunity pills and much more. You can find all of their products by shopping at ORA.organic or by clicking the link in the description down below. But again, if you support our work and our channel, please make sure to check out our friends at Aura, their co-founder, Will, by clicking the link in the description down below. If you're looking to get healthier, yourself, your family, your friends, no better place to do it than at Aura, ORA.organic, or click that link down below. Yeah, they have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, go there right now, pick up some supplements. If you wanted to start um, taking some supplements, you don't know where to go, go to Aura, uh, www.ora.organic. It's plant-based, organic, uh, clinics on the market. Go check them out, pick up some stuff. Will, the founder of Aura, huge lifelong Padres fan. So uh, if you support us, help support Will and our sponsors. Go check them out, www.ora.organic. All right. Thank you, Will. Thank you guys for hanging out. Again, please subscribe. You're on exclusive Padres content. Please consider a super chat like this one from Richard, who uh, says, and thank you, Richard, says, commenting on Jim's statement on the grind and effort the live stream takes. I respect your passion and work ethic. Thanks from this Dodgers fan. Thank you, Richard. We appreciate that. Thank you, Richard. Do appreciate that. Now, is he just respecting your passion and work ethic or our collective passion and work ethic yeah screw you i know by the way if it wasn't for jim i would i'd be like on like a telegram right now like reporting i'd be like writing blog posts about the padres every night for the last four years you would not be on youtube not on youtube now as the story goes the way we started the wrap-up show was me being like jim you have to do the wrap-up show with me on radio we have no choice also uh the reason why we went to YouTube is all thanks to Rich Ornberger. Mm. Interesting. He's like, you should be on YouTube. We're like, what's YouTube? We're like, huh? You can huh? do that? You like, mean what? The, the website that has like how to fix a light bulb? Like what? And like that kids guy? videos? Yeah. So he's he's not asking yet, but uh, yeah, royalties in the future, p- potentially. Not really. By the way, is there, you know, I love, the iHeartRadio app is spectacular. I love that thing. It's the number one audio app in the world. Things ridiculous. Video content, is there any YouTube? There's nothing like YouTube. It's an amazing place. I consume so much. I consume so much audio, like when I'm driving, like using an iHeartRadio app. And then when I'm watching video, man, I mean, YouTube is really, it's incredible. I mean, it's incredible. The volume is crazy. I saw something somewhere, or I was watching a video uh, about like, I don't know, it's like an informational video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the the guy said that there are over there are over, uh, like two million people on YouTube that are have like I, I forget the number. You're, but it was, you're butchering that. Two million? No, no, no. Two hundred million. I think it was. No, it's two billion. I think there's two billion users of YouTube in the world. No, no. What I meant is like content creators on YouTube creating content and making a living off of it. 
Oh, that might be two million. Mm, I think it might be more than that. More than two million? But still, but the point is YouTube has become a place for people to literally, if you don't want to work somewhere, if you don't, you can work for yourself <laughs> and become a content somewhere. You can become a content creator. It's insane. If you were starting a channel, what would your channel be about? Put it in the <laughs> chat. Like, what's your expertise? Um, every how so many, often. How, how Trent Grisham strikes out from pitches thrown out to the middle. Yeah. Just like do uh, all Grisham strikeouts. <laughs> every so often. Thank you again for your super. He says, Padres paying the price for the Aztecs basketball run. Isn't that a funny way of looking at things in San Diego? Like, you can only have so many nice things. You have one thing. And that was a very nice thing. Um, yeah. I don't think it's as simple as that. No. <laughs> if but, I'm being honest. No. No. And here's the thing, like making the national championship game, it, this is it's not like any other sport where it's like you make the Super Bowl and you're like, ah, well, we're gonna celebrate that loss. Or like you make the NBA finals and you're like, yeah, there's oh. like four hundred teams in division one basketball. It's completely different and it's such a crapshoot. It's one and done. And to get back is so I don't care who you are. There's a reason why they that you hang banners for making the final four in the national championship game, even if you don't win it. I'm hanging banners for every single win. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to win in the NCAA tournament. I mean, having watched it firsthand up close and personal, it it was an amazing run. It really John's, was. John's hanging banners for wins over Wyoming on a Wednesday night. No, in, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Not Wyoming. Maybe Wyoming. Um, Brady, thank you for the super chat. He says, Tati, this is, here's the take. You probably missed it, Brady. Oh, Tatis needs to take steroids again to make those fly balls home runs and Brady, I don't know if you're a Padre fan or, or not anyone that thinks a, that Tatis was taking steroids last year in season. Well, he wasn't taking steroids last year in season because he didn't play. And then B anyone that thinks that Tatis's power has been zapped because of steroids. Well, then you haven't watched Fernando Tatis jr. Yeah. Just his like advanced stat numbers show that this dude is hitting dude. rockets exit velocity distance i mean come on like yeah this is a slump but it's a like it's a hard slump if that even makes sense yeah and you that can happen like manny manny slump this year was not a hard slump. it was a like he's he's rolling over a lot of pitches he's striking out a lot he's popping a lot of shit up this and, and you could say like manny's playing like shit this is a like i, I feel Dude. if you want to say unlucky then you could put that moniker to what Tatis is going through right now. Julio Rodriguez went over the center field wall to bring back a home run tonight. That's James, Out, James Outman on Friday night went over the center field wall to Correct. take away a Tatis home run. So two times this week, but yeah. but he has no power. I mean, he's got power. Yeah. Um, that one, Homie's Garage, thank you for the super again. He says, Campy goes four for four, and we put him on ice. He didn't play today. Fire everyone, especially the video replay guy. <laughs> I understand why Musgrove said we don't need Hater or Snell. I don't know if he said that exact line. No. I know he what actually, you're saying. He actually said the opposite. Well, initially he was like, hey, listen, we're still a good team without Hater or Snell. And he's like, if we sell Hater or Snell, we'll be kicking ourselves for a, yeah, a game or two. Right. I don't know why Campisano didn't play today. I don't. I don't know, dude. It. I don't know. And you traded for guys that need to play, but they're not doing much. Um, so I don't know. I like that. Uh, General Ripper, thank you. He says it's clear that the 
players run the clubhouse, Bob is too passive for these type of personalities. Can you imagine Hoffman dictating when he pitches? But that's also now going back another era. Like when did he last pitch Hoffman in San Diego? 15 years ago? Yeah, uh, seven. Yeah, okay, 16 years ago. You know, things have changed. I mean, Hoffman didn't didn't make $100 million in a contract like Edward Diaz or Josh Hader's about to make. I mean, the game changes. I think your point is valid. I think you're... Your point could be spot on. Maybe the players are running this clubhouse, and maybe that's problematic, and maybe that's not an issue going on in some other clubhouses in baseball. But I just feel like players do dictate decisions now, sometimes with organizations, because they do have a lot of power. Um, and I don't think that's specifically unique to the Padres, would be my guess. But that's that's Bob Melvin's MO. He's a player's manager. He let's he he he's said it before like i really go i rarely go in the clubhouse like this mm-hmm. is a their space clubhouse that's the player's space and i think a lot of players respect and like him mm-hmm. for that that they don't have a guy like jace tingler or andy green always up in their grill hanging yep. out in the, in the clubhouse like no that's the player's space i think the problem with melvin and i don't even know if this is a problem i don't even know if it's him um it could be the front office telling him i don't know what it is but it does feel like the players are having a little too much say in when where they hit and especially with Josh Hader like when are you going to pitch and like so yeah you know it's 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 an interesting dynamic with a lot of personalities in that in that clubhouse for sure no it is it i mean it's a good point from general ripper it's just hard to get to the bottom of the issues the yeah, problems and- I don't, and, and by the way, I see, I see in the chat here, dude, he, I don't think he's, this is not a lost clubhouse situation. This is, this is not a Jace Tingler situation. This is a player situation dealing with, it's a player on player crime. That's how I view it. The, the, before it was, it was players versus Tingler. This to me is player versus player. Mm-hmm. This isn't Melvin losing the clubhouse. I just don't think that's the case. Uh, Guys, if you are here, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is underdogfantasy.com. If you use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's right, a 100% deposit match up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com is on your screen right now. They have daily drafts going on for tomorrow's Major League Baseball action starting at just $3 per draft. They have NFL drafts you can sign up for right now. With $3.5 million in prizes, by the way, for the 2023 NFL season. Again, you get a 100% deposit match with your first deposit up to $100 by using promo code PADSWRAP. In addition to that, you can play their daily pick 'em contest across all sports by picking simple higher or lowers. We did it yesterday, and you can do it again tomorrow. You pick two higher or lowers or more, like higher than five and a half strikeouts or lower than 17 pitching outs and you can win and you can select up to five and you can win big. And if you select two or more, a $20 wager pays $60 just by going two for two in a simple pick them contest. No easier place to play than underdog fantasy, the drafts, no waivers, no trades. All you do is draft. You can even auto draft. They take care of the rest. The pick them game could not be simpler could not be easier. So again, if you want to support the channel, best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app, make sure to use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to 
$100. What a day. I think we have another super that came in. We do. Are you asking Juan? Thank you, Juan. You guys Thanks, obviously Juan. think they make the playoffs exclamation point or question mark? I'll stick with my original thought. You, which you was, said yes, right? I did say yes because I think everyone in front of them sucks so much that they're going to end up sneaking their way in. Like they'll just like all of a sudden fall over and be like, oh shit, we're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I also will preface by saying I still will be more surprised if they make it than if they miss it. How, what, and that's what I said a couple weeks ago. Wait, what? I'll be more surprised. But did if you they, predict today that they make it? Yeah, but I just I just said yeah because I think they're going to back their way in because everyone else around them sucks and they, and, and it would surprise me. <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense. So basically, both things. If they make it, I'm like I told you, they could have made. <laughs> sure, I don't know. I don't think they will want. I said that today. I mean, I I wish I did, but I've unfortunately I've watched all 114 games and I just. I see a team that's lacking. I hope I'm wrong. Um, I don't see it right now. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, by the way, to get to 85 wins, they got to go 30 and 18. To get to 86 wins, they got to go 31 and 17, which is like 640 baseball. I mean, it, it's you're getting up to the nitty gritty now. You hear that train? Listen to that train. Are you like right on the train tracks? I'm like literally on the train track. It's about to run me over. Stay oh, tuned. Watch out. Um, every so often, thank you. He says, uh, it's going to be interesting to see the player outburst toward the end of the season if the Padres don't make the playoffs like Manny Tatis <laughs> in 2021. What are you laughing at? The, la- the la- latest super that just came in. <laughs> but continue with this one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it too. Um, what do you think? Are we going to see some frustration taken out? In dugouts on field, if the Padres don't win here in the final forty-eight games, I hope not. It's possible. I mean, if that happens, uh, what a just horrific look for this team. Yeah, it would be bad. Yeah, that would be really bad. Every so, I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't want to see that. Um, thank you, Iron Lung. He says, "Can we use underdog in California? Still illegal in California? LOL. No, fantasy is not. Fantasy is legal." Fantasy is absolute. Underdogfantasy.com is legal in the state of California. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. So now, can you um, can you wager on sports bets? No, but can you do daily fantasy? The answer is yes. And if you're doing it, underdogfantasy.com, promo code PodsRap. 100% deposit match. So thank you, Iron Lung. Um, John Cantero, thank you for hanging out. Uh, he says, love the show, but I'm still beating you in ratings, <laughs> which is funny and possible. But we don't have a show against Sean Katera's show. He's on from 10 to 2, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wow. We don't even go on the air until 3 p.m. We go against the fucking Padres most days. <laughs> True. When the team's like in Philadelphia and they play at 340, so, we're on the air. Yeah. So the the we're not going up against Coach. We're going up against the Padres. <laughs> like the Padres. The, the, that, the Padres run the rate. Like that's in our ratings window is Padres baseball. <laughs> True, true. Yeah, that is a good point. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> Jim used to produce Coach's show. I did. Yeah, I think I I like I love Coach. 
Yeah, he, he's um he's been very. I don't know him well, but anytime I've ever spent time with him, he's, he's, just like, he's like the nicest dude on the planet. Like I just, yeah, yeah, no, he is. Um, should that do it for like our twenty four hour day on YouTube, which is like going to be every day, by the way, from now on? Are we get uh, uh, in like three weeks? Are we still going to have like significant others? I mean, nothing changed with it. Nothing has changed. We're still doing a radio show. It just happens here, here on YouTube. But here's the thing: it doesn't it feel like a lot? Like it felt like it feels more. like everything has changed. <laughs> but it's it, and that's the thing: nothing's changed on there. And like we still go to work. We're there for same amount know, of time. Same amount of time. Nothing's changing there. And did Aaron? Did Aaron watch it all today? She did. Yeah. Kristen was if, in the chat earlier. If Not you guys, here, but if you guys watched today, what did you guys think? Ooh, look at you. Yeah, because I know crowdsourcing. People... Everyone's going to rip you like they did when you changed the, the Great, look nice. of the wrap-up show. Yeah, and, and by the way, if you're watching right now and you still haven't, uh, we would love if you would subscribe to John and Jim. Um, I believe the link is pinned at the top of the chat. It um, is. I should put it in the chat as well. Yeah. But what did you guys think? <laughs> Pedro says we should just marry each other. No, because I'm the officiant at the wedding. Yeah, so John is literally marrying me. Right. Um, this is great. Thanks a lot, Joe. I didn't watch, but you were great. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. Um, Arthur Jim wasn't talking. We're great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it's awesome. Um. Quan says it made his day go by faster at work. That's all. That's great to hear. You like hearing that? Okay. Here, here's real quick. The, like the start. It's not our studio, and the way the studio. My was, wife said the same thing. She's like, "You need a background." I'm like, yeah. well, "Hold on." The way the studio is built, it's not our fault. It was built for like a TV production, and the way that things set up, it's just we're we're dealing with like foam walls. I can't do anything behind me. But I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> We're in a radio studio. Yeah, my wife's like, you need to get like a small neon sign and put it on the counter. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are what? we talking about? I don't know. This is hilarious. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> he said, just kidding. Uh, that's good. And then look, I mean, one Cav likes the, uh, likes the, cave the look. look, the cave look, yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, there were commercials. I mean, I guess there's no commercial. It's true. You don't hear the commercials. Yeah. I don't know if we're advocating for that working in radio. But it's like a continuous stream. Right. So, um, Charlie, thank you for asking. Well, hold on. Let me get oh, to that. Okay. Um, my dad is doing better, Charlie. Um, not perfect. He's actually still kind of going through the rehab. It's been two months since his open heart surgery. He's still getting back to being himself, but thank you for asking. I mean, he's on the other side of it. Um, so I do appreciate you asking. What else do we have? Um, Rich said the chat was nice. Kind of cool to see everyone just interacting because we don't, I mean, we were interacting in the chat as well, but we don't pull the chat on the screen yeah. during the show, but you guys can just interact. We're trying to do like a radio show instead of a YouTube kind of. show. By the way, this is awesome. Shout out. Sweet. Malachi, thank you for hanging out. Um, I have a very close friend that lives in Tokyo that I worked with in minor league baseball. Jim, did you know I worked in minor league baseball? No, I didn't. Shocker. Ha ha. Oh, 
Ha ha ha. LOL. LOL. This is true, Jonah. This is we might lead with this tomorrow on the radio. Should the Padres move to Montana? And here's why. <laughs> you know, I was just Billings. thinking, you know, it'd be, you know, be funny if one night, and it probably would just be, it'd be stupid. If this team gets eliminated, okay, in the regular season, and there's still like games to play. Right? Yeah. The following day, we should just have Aaron and Kristen do the wrap up show. <laughs> They're not doing that, dude. You know how funny that would be? It'd be amazing. Like, hey, just go do whatever on the wrap up show for 20 minutes. <laughs> Okay, we'd like tear the whole thing down. We get we get like suspended, and I know they'd be like hey, playing Britney Spears like music yeah, videos. People be sending in super chats, like just borderline OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> that like happened last year. They're like, Aaron, show your face. I'll give you money. Yeah, I know. It'd be funny though, because um, who gives a shit anymore if they get eliminated? Pedro, yeah, remember when my mom was on the show? Lord, oh, was on that was radio. Funny. That was funny. Oh, did like, Florida man win? Do we have a winner on one point five five billion or no? Of course, it's a Florida man. We should have played. That's that's ridiculous because no taxes. No, you still pay tax, federal tax on lottery winnings. You have to, but maybe not state tax. Yeah, state tax. No, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, we haven't talked about this. We should mention this. Thank you, Pedro. It's incredible. I mean, he's barely 17. Yeah. He's like 17 in two months. Had his 830, 840 OPS in um, in Lake Elsinore in the Cal League. And now he's heading to advanced day. I mean, it's really incredible. I mean, there's reasons to believe he'll be in double A for a good portion of next year. And from there, who the hell knows what happens? Uh, I'm. He's becoming close to like the can't miss type of prospect mm-hmm. like a Tatis, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's an amazing story. I mean, it is, he's got a long way to go obviously for him to be an impactful player for the Padres, but yeah, I mean, it, it's feeling like, wow, did, did they find something really special? Yeah. Um, and could you really make an impact in the big leagues at like 19? Like, is that possible if he gets through this season and then next year, like, could he, be an impactful piece as a, as a 19 year old that that's in, incredible to as even catcher, say as it's incredible catcher. to even say i was like pudge but pudge was up at 20 maybe maybe we'd have to look 19 20 so it, it's an amazing story and unfortunately it's not going to bail out the padres this year but it, it might in a year or two which is incredible in itself yeah Anthony says at 19 will be in a padre uniform it's possible it is possible that he'll be a Padre by the time he's 19, which is incredible. All right, we, we should we should go. <laughs> We've done it, yeah. <laughs> All right, join us tomorrow. A couple of ways to do that. We'll have a wrap-up show for you following game two of the series. We will have a John and Jim show for you, San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app, and again on YouTube. If you are here, live or on replay, please subscribe to this channel and our brand-new John and Jim channel. You can click the link in the description down below or click the link that is pinned in the chat right now to subscribe to our brand new channel um also please subscribe smash the like button for us you can follow us on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd we do appreciate those super thanks that have come in recently from those of you that are watching on replay so thank you guys so much if you're watching on replay for the super thanks please support our partners mark nimitz our title sponsor at farmers insurance whatever it is auto home life renters mark is your guy he can save you 750 dollars or more he's a san diegan click the link in the description down below our buddy will at aura 
also a San Diegan. If you're looking to get healthier with plant-based nutritional products, click the link in the description down below. And if you're looking for the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, you should do it at underdogfantasy.com by using promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Also, this programming announcement, J.D. Wicker, doesn't have to do with the Padres, but San Diego State's athletic director will join us on the radio tomorrow at 5 p.m. All right, Jim. Just another day in the office. Another day. Oh, yeah, and the Padres lost to the Mariners 2 nothing. What? We will see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.